East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Good day, and welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. Uh, I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. Each week, Leslie will give her reaction to the true crime and paranormal stories that Lorraine and I tell from up and down the East Coast. As a reminder, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all for informative purposes. Yeah, yeah! So I'm excited because I'm always in spoopy season, and it's a me day today. Hi, everyone. Good evening. I know, I just... Good morning. Good afternoon. Good day. Hello. Welcome to episode 78. Hello, puppet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so... Since this is a regular episode, we're going to just get on with it. Oh, I'm so... Anyway. <sighs> Leslie. Mm-hmm. My favorite is oldest sister. Whoa. I said oldest sister. She's older than you, too. I said oldest, not older. I said my favorite oldest sister, not older sister. Whoa. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> where are we going, girl? Because she's thick. Leave her alone. Sometimes she wants to be thick. Yeah, I don't like this one. Where are we going? Bye. Um, shoot. Yeah, shoot. You forgot your shooter. Where did that hit? I don't know. I, the top of my head? Virginia. <laughs> nope. Southern or northern? Southern. Georgia. No. I was going to pick that. Okay, South Carolina. No. I hit Georgia. Why are they keep bouncing here? Because that's really... the angle that I'm doing it. Where was that? South Carolina. No. Florida. Yes. Ah! We are going to St. Augustine. Yes, St. Augustine, Florida. More specifically, I'll get to it after Linda combusts us. Pensacola. It's not propane. <laughs> that one time. <laughs> we are going to Castillo de San Marcos Fort. San Marcos. In St. Marcus's Castle. Yes. Oh, that's what that Castillo other word was. Castillo de San Marcos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going to say that this was also a fort. Yes. Good job, Linda. And Didn't you already say that? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was trying to make her feel better. No. Uh, Did I say welcome to episode 78? Yes. Okay. 78. So many things to open. So. I think she called you stupid. Castillo. Oh. Huh. You heard me. What? What happened? I'm stupid. He, he <laughs> smelt it. Will forever be he who dealt it. <laughs> I don't gotta be here. It's fine. Okay. Anyway, no, 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 no. What? Yes, you do. That doesn't even have to deal with anything we just said. Uh, my English is not working right now. Okay. So the formidable fort of Castillo de San Marcos. Stay. Why are we calling it that? Because that's the name of it. But why is it formidable? Because we get in there. Fuck. (laughs) 
It has been standing century over St. Augustine for over 300 years. Wait, what was that whole sentence? Yeah. Formidable. That's all you need to know. <laughs> it's scary looking. It's fearful. It brings people to their knees and makes them cry. It is the nation's oldest city. Mm-hmm. This nation. Yes, this okay. nation. America. America. Okay. The fort was originally built by the Spanish to protect the town of St. Augustine. I would assume, considering the name. I'm going to shit on that. <laughs> Uh, Spaniards? Yes. And it is still standing after 300 years. Hmm. This fort is known to have never been defeated. Ever. Until when? Until never. Hmm. It's never been defeated. Then why are people still not living there? That's why it's formidable. Hmm. Bam, it's formidable! (laughs) The formidable fort. Hmm. Never been defeated. Alliteration. So... Technically, the first Thanksgiving of the Americas happened in this fort area, not this exact fort, because we're getting there. Mm -hmm. Because nobody could get in it. So, happened to the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria? This happened way fucking before that. (laughs) Then, how was this Thanksgiving if we didn't know what to give thanks for? Because (laughs) at this time, Uh (laughs) it's September 8th. 1565. 1565. That's not even November. What did you say? September 8th. September. September, October, November. 865. Anything well, after. Really 1565. 15. Lord have mercy. So, Pedro. Pedro. Him and 800 Spanish settlers founded the city. And it's Spanish Florida at this time. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. As soon as they were ashore, there was a landing party. It was this whole thing. And they had a massive Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. And DJ and all. Basically. When they were having this meal, they also invited the natives. Did they invite the mariachis? No, because they didn't have that shit there. Why? They were close to Florida. Because they were Spaniards, I mean, they were not Mexicans. Florida, but they were close to Mexico. So there could have been a mariachi there. Mariachi bands were not a thing in the 1500s. How do you know? 15, what was that date? September. <sighs> September 8th. 1565. So from our knowledge of what happened on this day, they had five ships. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five. Five ships. Mm-hmm. And so... Did they form form a star when they were sailing? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to kill these bitches. It's more like a pentagram. So, during this time, <laughs> the native Saloy people <laughs> occupied this site. And they had a celebrant. Uh-huh. It was Some Father Francisco Lopez. Uh-huh. He was St. Augustine's first <laughs> pastor. Okay. The feast day was on the church calendar day of the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Yes. So that's in December. It's still September 8th. (laughs) (laughs) What they had for this first meal. (laughs) Wrong one. They had a stew that was made of salted pork, garbanzo beans. It had garlic seasoning and was probably accompanied by hard sea biscuits and red wine. Thank you, do. That actually sounds good. Mm-hmm. Except for the hard sea biscuits. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I like they emphasize Listen. the hard part too, like not just sea biscuits. If you just take the wa- a little bit of water, put it on top of the sea biscuit, and then stick it in the microwave for like ten to fifteen in seconds. In fifteen sixty-five, propane tanks. 
1565. 100%. Okay. <laughs> It'll soften it up. So if the Saloy people, who are the tribe that were in this area, contributed to the meal, mm-hmm. they would have also had probably turkey, venison, or gopher tortoise. Gophers. Um, what? Sea catfish. Is this a mice, blend of the two of them together? A gopher and a tortoise? Yeah, gopher I don't know. Tortoise. I didn't Google it. It wasn't on my top of things. Gopher, tortoise. Mice beans and squash so that was probably added to this first thanksgiving meal go for <laughs> tortoise oh my god so we're gonna fast forward a couple it's years just a brown turtle <laughs> <laughs> you are you so expecting a furry turtle <laughs> a furry turtle with some buck teeth no we you... thought it was like a like a soup or a meal with gopher and tortoise no like i said meats of it's yeah it's, go for tortoise go go gophers and tortoises together it's like what you would think a gopher would look like as a like tortoise. a tortoise no it's like you hear turtle and you're like ah oh, yes this is exactly what it looks like like but all brown that's it okay it's very underwhelming <laughs> Anyway, so by 1668, the previous Castillo de San Marcos was a wooden structure. It was very dilapidated. No, it was poo, 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 poo. It was kind of like an outpost. And at this point, it was more of an indirect defense for the Spanish Caribbean and what they called New Spain, which is Mexico. Okay. They called it New Spain. New Spain. Mm-hmm. Not and it was time. never really a self-sufficient fort at this time. Like, they had to use the resources from everywhere around. Mm-hmm. Sounds fair. But the Viceroy of New Spain mm-hmm. sent some kofers. You woke up my dog. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> he sent kofers each year to support the garrison and the town of St. Augustine. Mm. So they have all these things. They're getting all the money. They have all... 400,000 pesos, or it's eight years payments, that were owed to Florida. So the people of this area are basically, like, starving. They don't really have any funds to repair the fort because they owe this money to Florida. Mm -hmm. And, like, whatever money they're getting, it's going straight to Florida. They didn't have any funds for repairs. The beams under the gun platforms Mm -hmm. and the platforms themselves, they were rotting, so they couldn't put the cannons up there anymore. Damn. Yeah, and then the sea ended up washing out the shoreline. <laughs> I thought that this was... Uh... We're getting there. Okay. It's going to be formidable. Okay. <laughs> we got to make it better. But in this same year... Uh-huh. Is it made out of stone? Yes, we're getting to Don't what... people take boats? Don't they do cruises to this place all the time? Where is it? St. Augustine? Uh-huh. Isn't that like a destination? Yeah, same. in Florida. Okay. Yeah, it's a destination place. Bitch, don't you dare look this shit up. I didn't. Because it's one of the first things that pops up when you look up St. Augustine. I'll cut you into pieces. <laughs> Goal. <laughs> so this in this in the year of 1668, mm-hmm. there's a pirate ship. And it is under the disguise of a French ship. Oh, yes. And at this time, it technically penetrates the Spanish forces at the fort. But it is not considered conquered because they never actually fought the fort, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because they were under the guise of being a new Spanish, a new Spain ship. They just swoop, sailed on by and went straight into the land 
And by the time the people noticed, they were like, oh, shit. Ransack the entire town. Half the oh, town is God. running back into the woods. And they're just like, run away. <laughs> right? And the pirates are just like, we are just sacking this place. We're here. <laughs> so... During the sack of St. Augustine, they actually counted as like a blessing in disguise because as it shocked the Spanish officials and it made them go into action. So at this point, they're not really caring about this fort and it's like dilapidated. They've built like several of them to try and fix it. And they're just like, oh, well, the cannon's going to fall through the beam. Who cares? So at this point, they're like, shit, now we really have to do something. The governor of Cuba, as well as the viceroy of New Spain, finally sent a shit ton of money and troops to St. Augustine. Mm -hmm. So they start building up the fort to strength. Back in Spain, the regent queen is like, yo, what the the frick is going on? So she ordered the viceroy to pay Florida on time. Also, she wanted them to add more money so they could build a permanent fortress. She also commanded that 300 men go from a garrison in Florida to St. Augustine to help along with the building. I want to know how long it took them to get this order out over there. Like, do you think they waited like a year and then like, damn, we were supposed to have this stuff like eight months ago. Well, you figured what in order for them to get news that it wasn't going as well as whatever so it probably was like maybe at least two years yeah that's what i'm saying that's unfortunate should have had a telephone (laughs) (laughs) so the city was founded in 1565 like we said it was a former native american village called saloy after it was attacked it was attacked once in 1586 by 22 ships they didn't defeat it over the next 80 years And they had built nine separate forts, all within various locations of this coastline. But they were all wooden forts. So it was like they were... And then they were like, come on, you guys. Didn't she tell me that they made out of stone? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. We're getting there. Because after these nine, we... So, and then they had the English pirate, Robert Searley. He's the one who attacked. And the queen... sounds like a really nice guy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So uh, the queen regent of Spain was like, no, 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 no. We're doing some masonry to this fort. The Castillo is a masonry star. You know what that looks like, Linda? Uh, (laughs) Like all the other goddamn forts we talk about, it looks like a star. It's called a masonry star. I thought we went over this. Wait, are you talking about like bird's eye view? mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What? (laughs) Star looks. Anyway, so I'm so confused. Why did you do that? I don't know. So one of those stretches is the stars. So the cool thing about this (laughs) fort, uh huh, is that the actual like bricks that make this fort are made out of seashells. Oh yay! So how cute? They used seashells. Are they like a vampire and they glisten in the sun? No. And they used the seashells and they bonded it together with limestone. Mm -hmm. So they crushed it all together, made it into like mud bricks, and they made this huge, huge fucking fort out of seashells and limestone. All I have to say is... And a mason star. Yeah, into a mason star. Mm -hmm. A masonry star. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. Pretty sure that all of this was not done by the Spaniards. Like... 
100% sure that they captured Native Americans and used them for labor. And they also brought slaves over from Cuba and Africa and all that shit because <sighs> slavery was a thing. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of the things I was reading, they brought over skilled laborers because they did have skilled laborers from Cuba, but they also brought over slaves. So most of the time when you're reading it, there's going to be like the skilled laborers from the other lands. No. It was like one skilled laborer and like 80 fucking slaves. Don't let so... them fool you. Okay. They trained them. Yeah. They do be skilled now, though. So there is a land, there's a, an island a little bit north of St. Augustine, like where the fort is, and it's called Anastasia Island. And that is where they... Grandmama. <laughs> that is... It's me. Anastasia. <laughs> so that's where, they, that's where they quarried most of the, the seashells and the limestone from there. So construction, official construction began October 2nd of 1672 it lasted for 23 years mm -hmm. and its completion was in 1695 <sighs> i'm sorry no you're that fine. food made me uh it was heavy yeah those pancakes were like yummy but heavy and really so they I'm feel like, so much later on me because they're gluten-free so like i don't maybe it's the fact it's that they're gluten-free so they don't process the same way because they don't well i mean they don't but it's easier on my stomach exactly so they're like, not lighter like uh it's just easier for you to digest if i eat regular pancakes i can only eat like one versus because people. it's bad for you dumbass yeah it makes me feel really full and like i want to barf everywhere because it's bad for you i know <laughs> it's not the same thing as being lactose free what's that <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyway, so what? we have the Castillo, and then a little bit further up where we have Anastasia Island, they have Fort Matanza. So that actually kind of plays into everything because it was part of the fort, but it was like a little bit higher up in case like anyone got past the defense. They were like, boom, 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 boom. From this. But they didn't. Not really, but <laughs> so. She said, if in case anyone gets past it, I said, but they didn't. Like, as far as, like, the waterway, it. no one's actually, like, overtaken the fort. Like, mm -hmm. no one's been able to penetrate into the fort. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, if they pass us, like, if we're blowing up ship over here and the little tiny buoys, like, ah, just, like, scurries upstream, then we have this little place that's going to blow them up. Oh, chopper. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, hold on, hold on. There was one thing that like made me really fucking mad. <sighs> where did it go? <laughs> what? What? Where? Who? Who? Anyway, all y'all. Yo, I started snoring. I'm sorry. I just need like a. You want some water? No, I just drink my. Okay. So the Castillo, it's like it's a big ass fort. So yep. what do forts always have in them? People and guns and cannons and food, ammunition and powder and water, rats and food, fucking prisons. Oh, everyone, let's label everything in the kitchen and the pantry. <laughs> 
except for the pantry itself. Except for the <laughs> oven. <laughs> so they have a military prison, obviously, inside of the Castillo. Yeah, Leslie, and- you should have known that. That's where the guy decided to um, break free. What was his name? What? Up north. It was that guy, right? Oh. The kid? Uh- no um no the general that was like from the other side from the confederates like the confederates and the unions but the confederate was like even though you treat me well i'm still leaving i'm busting out i can't remember his name prisons (laughs) anyway got my own room my own rules so in the 1500s (laughs) in the late 1500s when this was occupied is he no. Oh my god. Prisons? <laughs> <laughs> She's over there gangster spelling like we in middle school. <laughs> so in the 1500s, the late 1500s, Castillo de San Marcos was under Spanish command. Mm-hmm. The little fort that I was talking about, the one that's like a little bit further up behind there, like when you go onto the island and you just like walk this little path behind there, it was actually like a little French community. Mm-hmm. So the Spaniards were like, fucking french (laughs) so they went to this island and they had this whole like battle and when it was over there was about 200 people left and the french at this time were protestant and the spaniards are catholic Mm -hmm. and so they were like okay we're literally drawing a line in the sand and if you cross this line then you are converting to catholicism if not we're gonna kill you so no one crossed the line, and they killed 200 people oh, on this piece of land. That's Just, really sad. Yeah. But weren't they protecting them? Uh, yeah, but after a while, they were like, eh, look, these moochers. Ain't nobody want these people here no more. Okay. Uh, it was just kind of like tensions because it's like I'm French, you're Spaniard, like let's just duke it out. So they killed over 200 people, and there's actually like plaques, and you're not allowed to walk on the sand dunes in that area. But uh, yeah. Because they're dunes of sand? Yeah. I guess. Sure. I don't, I don't fucking know. Every beach I've ever been to, it's like, keep off the dunes. So I'm like, how is they're that any dangerous. different? dangerous. You sink into them. I mean, that would kind of be fun. And they're more there to help. Are you going to fall? Yes, potentially. We have our military prisons inside of the Castillo, right? And... There's a lot that goes on in here because, like, when you look at pictures of the prisons, it doesn't look too, too bad. Like, there are some that are, like, the ominous jail cells, and then they had, like, the infirmary inside of the prison. Mm -hmm. So, like, you have, like, this little kind of, like, bricky, domed kind of room, and there's just beds along the sides. So it doesn't look too horrible. Like, it's not as cramped as all the other places we've ever seen. But it could be cramped. Yes, it could be. people in there. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so they have a lot of rooms down there that were used for torture during the Spanish Inquisition. Mm-hmm. So we know that shit is like, ugh. like all the negative energy from them just taking people and like torturing them. Yes. And one of there was one prisoner. I can't remember his name. He ended up escaping him and one other person. And it's actually said that one of the Native American tribes, the Seminole tribe that is down there, one of them actually ended up escaping with 20 other people. But historians are like, I don't see how 20 people, because they're like, we climbed through a window mm-hmm. to get out, like the little, just like opening. They're like, physically, we don't see how someone would have been able to fit out of there because just how small it is. Mm-hmm. 
bloodline wise people can trace themselves back to the people the 20 people that escaped from this place so historians are like maybe maybe not but like we don't know Hmm. i think they got out but anyway so like there have been escapes but where was i going with this i don't know i don't know either oh right right right. for the ride so (laughs) one of their favorite things to do Mm -hmm. when they were torturing people it's called a garrote what not what i was thinking so can you spell that for me uh no i can't because i'm suing this off of memory a r a u g h t garrot (laughs) g-a-r-r-o-t-e Oop. (laughs) well damn i was close though so (laughs) yeah you were what was it spelling being a champion hell yeah all right so what is a garrot so a garrote is technically a device, but it's also like a means of execution because they did this a couple different ways. So the garrote itself is like a, a bar or a handle. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of it, it's both ends of like a wire. So then you put the wire over someone's head and you have it around their neck while you are turning the handle behind them. So it slowly tightens the wire and strangles them and possibly decapitates them. Ew. But their favorite thing to do was to stand you in front of a stone that was skinny enough and they would wrap the thing around your head, tie it, and then slowly tighten it behind the stone but leave you there for like days while they're slowly tightening it. The fuck? Why did everybody get so quiet? (laughs) But yeah, that was one of their... their... Do you guys sit down or nothing? No, you're standing. You're a fucking prisoner. Why would I let you sit down while I torture you? Sometimes I get tired. Well, then you can dangle by your neck. And then I'm going to die. That's fine. That's what they wanted. I would have just... (laughs) 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 There's obviously like there's sicknesses going on during Mm -hmm. this whole Spanish Inquisition. Spanish Inquisition. And then... Also, there was in, oh, where, I just found it. I just found it. We're going to jump forward a little bit timeline-wise because I'm trying to get through the timeline to get to the spookies because this place fucking freaks me the fuck out and I haven't even physically been here. But anyway, so <laughs> in 1830, mm-hmm. President Andrew Jackson was a mm-hmm. piece of shit and he passed the Indian Removal Act because he's a piece of shit. And this act of legislation changed the course of history for, like, everyone who isn't fucking white. Just throwing that out there. And it's literally what caused the Trail of Tears and the encampment and imprisonment of all of the Native Americans and just the slaughtering of, like, hundreds of thousands of people. Fucking Andrew Jackson. Piece of shit. Anyway. So. Tell us how you really feel. (laughs) Fucking piece of shit. Anyway. So. In accordance with this new act, the Seminole tribe that is in Florida had to leave Florida and relocate to a private protected Indian territory in fucking Kansas. No one wants to go to Kansas. Sorry, people who are in Kansas. No one wants to go there. If they're Why not, not if there. they were safe there? Because they ain't going to be safe. Anyway. <laughs> that's like me saying, oh, why didn't the Jewish people want to go to the concentration camps? They were going to be safe there. How? Because that's basically what they did to the Native Americans in the encampment areas. That's what the U.S. government Wait, they did didn't them. go, like, run away to Kansas? They were shipped there? Yes. 
they were rounded up and supposed to oh, be shipped. Oh, I there. thought that they like ran away on their own no, free will no, no, to no. campus. Oh, I did too. That's oh, what no. I was assuming. That's why I said, why wouldn't they want to be there? Like, no. Mm-mm. You did not clarify Sorry. that. You should have said that they were rounded I said, up. Due to the act, they had to go to Kansas. I'm thinking they escaped to Kansas. Okay, no, no one's escaping to Kansas. Everyone's no. everyone. You, you basically said they packed up and they left to Kansas. Yes, that's what I assume. Sorry, so they were made you... them pack the U.S. No, no, government. No, 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 no. The U.S. Took them and put them in Kansas. Yes, it's... they didn't let them go wherever they please. They said, "No, you get in that wagon." And we are taking you ourselves. Yes. So That's there was the it was in Kansas and then also parts of what is now Oklahoma today mm-hmm. is where they were shipping the Native Americans to to the okay. encampment places. See, that makes more sense now. That so, I wouldn't want to go there. In the hopes to avoid war with the Native Americans, Andrew Jackson was like, Okay, we're gonna tell you guys you have to submit to the removal, but if you don't we're gonna lock you up somewhere so the one place that they were like yeah that's a good idea for these native americans in florida they put them in castillo de san marcos which is where the whole one guy with the 20 people escaped Mm -hmm. so that was like where that came from so one of the chiefs well actually it was like a couple had agreed to the terms that because they were just like we don't want war and we don't want more people to die than what they have to so they had like agreed to the terms and like had gone And some people were, like, kind of resisting, which is the ones that they ended up putting in there. There was... Where is his name? I can never say it. Uh, It's... He wasn't a chief, and everyone calls him a chief, like, lore-wise. And, like, when you go there, people will tell you he's a chief, but he wasn't a war chief. He was just, like, what we would kind of say, like a very popular political figure among the Native Americans. Mm -hmm. So he's not a chief, but he was kind of like, anyway, he was like a leader, but not like an actual leader. His name was Osceola. I'm saying that so wrong. It's O-S-C-E-O-L-A. But anyway, he goes to this fort and he ends up getting sick. And so they have him in infirmary they have another couple people in the infirmary and they ended up sending some people out to another fort the leader wildcat he stayed at fort where the fort fucking fort are we at he stayed at castillo de san marcos so him and the other guy so wildcat and the name that i can't stay were two of like the prominent people who ended up getting sick but staying at the castillo wildcat ends up dying pretty quickly but the physician who was at the fort thought it would be really cool, really cool to decapitate Wildcat after he died and save his head so he could examine it later on. But he would just walk around with this decapitated head and flash it around the fort. And he'd be walking up top on like where the the cannons are. And he'd be walking around the outside just flinging this man's head around, just showing everyone his head. Yo, they got some weird ass shit going on. Yeah. So like, aside from the fact that we're already in there, like just torturing people and imprisoning completely innocent Native Americans, we're also like torturing them. And then when the one dies because of illness and we're like, oh, well, he's a prominent figure. And I also want to kind of dissect his brain later down the road. I'm just going to carry his head around like I'm Kratos and Mimir and just like, fling his head around (laughs) and i was just like watching these things and i was like oh 
my God, like I can't. Like it was just like around the cannon decks, like on the top of the fort. He would just, and then they said that. How were you watching it? They didn't have cameras back then. I was watching like documentaries. I'll send them to you. Anyway, so (laughs) there was one where there was someone had said that in in his notebook, in the doctor's notebook, he had written that he hadn't started like dissecting the brain, but he thought it would be a very good deterrent to put his head on a spike and leave it there. Mm -hmm. So he would walk around with the head on the spike Mm -hmm. next to him. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is this is what we do. Well, not me. I ain't doing that. I mean, <sighs> I got a little bored in there, right? I don't know if he was bored or he was just psychotic. Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. So this whole like war issue, they kind of called it like a war, but I guess the whole thing was because when they were trying to like enforce this new act that, but anyway, so when the war ended, the Native Americans from the area went down to the Everglades. So they kind of got out of there, but they still had a lot of them imprisoned in the fort so it was kind of a totally fucked up place aside from the fact that like we killed 200 french people and just left them there how far away was that place from the fort this the castillo the other place it was it's probably like not even half a mile upstream okay like you can kind of you can see it from there okay Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm and then, oh, so one of, like, their favorite pastimes in Florida, they have a gallow area, like a gallows area. And if you climb up, it's like a kind of, like, hill nearby. And if you climb up the hill far enough, <laughs> you can see the gallows <laughs> from outside. So, like, when they knew that people were going to be executed, they like, would families would take fucking picnics. <laughs> I was going to say, didn't they say that, didn't they do that during like battles and stuff like Uh that? They'd be like, oh, look, there's a battle happening over there. And then they would like find the tallest hill and then they just sit on it and watch it go down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. During the Revolutionary War and uh, the Civil War. Things I don't know why I know them. (laughs) It's like the most ridiculous fucking thing. So it sticks out. Stands out, yeah. Yeah. Oh. There was two. So Dr. Frederick Whedon did that decapitation and carry the head around to two different people. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, he had something mental. So. Jeffrey Dahmer before. (laughs) Yeah. You know, people talk some serious shit, but then at the same time, it's like, yo, have you seen the shit that we we let fly in the 1800s? The (laughs) mid-1950s? Like, (sighs) ah. Anyway, basically, that's really like you just. uh. So and then during the Civil War, the South used this fort as well as a POW camp. Nice. So kind of how we had that fort up in Delaware that we used for a POW camp. union. This is one of the ones that they used. And they actually did stick to the whole garage thing that they used to do because they thought it was kind of a cool thing yep but the union ended up recovering the fort in 1862 and the only time that the fort went out of technically spaniard business rule was during the treaty of paris shut up linda during the treaty of paris part of the treaty was that the english 
could rule the fort for a little while so they could have like a claim to land down there so they didn't physically take it it was part of a treaty so they let them like act like they had rule over the fort but then like that's like literally having two five-year-olds in a row I'm not using this right now, so you can hold it till I want it back. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's really what happened. And then during this whole Trail of Tears shenanigans and all that shit. Anyway, from for one year, from 1886 to 1887, the fort held approximately 491 Apache Indians inside of this prison. And more than one third of them died inside of the fort. And there are a lot of areas in the fort and outside of the fort that people who work there make jokes about. If you see an arm pop up, just push it down. Because they have so many unmarked graves in that fort and also in the surrounding acreage of the fort. That uh, literally anywhere you step, there could be a person underneath of you. That's so gross. I was really scared because there was this big old ear just flew out from back behind your head. <laughs> Sorry. An ear? My ear likes to do things yeah. sometimes. Wiggle it like Dumbo. Oh, <laughs> and then another thing. In 1898, they had over 200 deserters from the Spanish-American War imprisoned here and tortured in here. So it was like everyone is being... Uh, tortured here. Where are we again? Castillo de San Marcos in St. Augustine, Florida. So, mm-hmm. now that we're over the slight history, I kind of just did like an overview of the history because like everything I was looking at was like fucking forever. Well, I was sucked in but I was like, I ain't doing this to myself again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm cutting this down. Only the important things, even though we're like 40 minutes into this. But anyway... <laughs> A lot of it we were, like, really quiet for in the beginning. But anyway, so now we're getting to the spooky-ookies. And let me tell you, bitches, I will go here, but I will stay in the boat and look at it. Oh, my God. And be like, that's pretty. That's as fucking close as I'm getting. (laughs) Because we're getting there. As historians and architects are going through the fort because they're like hey you know this is a national park now and it's a national landmark so we need to make sure that everything is structurally squeaky oh my god she has a hand coming out of the grass (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh push it back in Uh, so as they're trying to make sure everything is structurally sound they are walking around one part and it's like they know they are above the dungeon area and they were just like okay let's figure this out we're mapping everything out and as they're walking through this room someone half falls through the fucking floor oh my god oops okay so they get broski's leg out and they look into the hole and there's another leg there it is a very dark room and they don't know where this room came from they put someone in down into the room after they get like floorboards out of the way they find dozens of bodies shackled the to the heck? walls dead on the floor and they can't find a door to get out of this room so they so kind of, on top of them? they kind of map out this location and realize that this is where the dungeons are but they walk into the dungeons go back a little bit further and find a door 
But inside those metal bars, you see brick. They fucking bricked these people in while they were chained to the walls and just forgot about them. It's the cask of Amandia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what they did to that man. Mm-hmm. So these people were literally chained there. One they, of my favorite stories. They like dated it back and they've been, when they found it, they were chained there for at least 200 years. Oh, shit. Yeah. Chained down. Yeah. So they were just in there. Just uh, chained in there. And uh, when did they find them? I think it was in the 1970s. Yeah. It, it was a fucking while. But yeah, so like when you're in the dungeon, dungeons, when you're in the dungeons, one of the craziest things. So a lot of people are like the fort itself is basically if you ever want to hear a disembodied noise, just go there. Because no matter where you are, whether it be day or night, you're going to hear a disembodied voice. Did you guys hear that? I was scared. (laughs) (laughs) No. Go away. You'll hear lots of screaming, especially outside of that room. The one that like they found that was blocked off. If you're outside of that room, you'll hear a lot of screaming coming from that room. But once you go into that room, they say like even though it's kind of underground and then you're also like in Florida. So it's like gucky outside. But when you open the door into this place, there's no windows, nothing. There's no air vents. And you just feel like a gush of freezing cold air come out at you even if the door is already open like you don't have to open the door but they've actually blocked that room off from any tours that they do now because they did not know but during one of the tours that they had there they had some people go into the room and when they were coming out of the room one of the women was not moving and she was just stuck And then she started screaming and like trying to scratch at herself because they didn't know, but she was actually a medium and she was attacked by a demon in that room. Uh Uh-huh. That's weird. Yeah. So they Mm -hmm. have closed that off to people because that's one of the worst rooms because people also, uh, there's a part all the way in the back. Like if you go just straight back to where like the shackles are still on the wall, people say that you will be pushed something will pull you and it all, it feels like it's pulling you or pushing you into the wall like where the people were shackled to the wall right. and like trying to like suffocate you while you're there so they're just like yeah we just keep people out of there i was gonna like, say that's a lot of energy in that room yeah so it's they like, they keep i mean those people were yeah. chained to the walls and left like how long did it take them to die so <sighs> There's, they say it's very dark energy, and I was watching <gasps> Ghost Adventures. I had your child watching Ghost Adventures with me last night, Leslie, but he fell asleep. <laughs> and uh, oh my god, the shit that was happening in that room because there was one part where they were like, "No, like I feel something. We're gonna set something up here." So they're setting up a camera in there, and as they're setting up the camera and they walk away, you hear like running above the camera, and then you hear Aaron start screaming and then you hear him run down the stairs and they're like what the fuck and he was just like i was outside and it literally sounded like someone was running at me and then i turn and there's no one there i thought you guys were playing a joke on me and then i just start screaming and running to you (laughs) but like you can you catch all that stuff like on cameras Mm -hmm. like they're like grabbing it on audio and everything and then there were some other investigators that went there and they were in the infirmary and they had gone in there and they were 
they were just asking like regular questions and like saying things like i'm sorry you died of disease in here and like all that stuff and then one of the ladies was like well i was in this room and i felt something brush past me and she's like at the same time that it brushed past me like time markers from their videos and then their edp recording device someone said i'm gonna kill you Oh, um. <laughs> yeah. At the same time that it like walked past her. And then like right as she felt that she saw like a shadow go towards one of the infirmary beds. And then there was an indent in the bed. Like someone was sitting on the bed to like lay down on it. Oh, no, no, oh hell no. no. Yeah. No, 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 no. I thought it was kind of cool. Mm-mm. And then this one, I saw this on several different people's YouTube channels and everyone was totally different. And I also saw this on Ghost Hunters. But so like one of the really big things that happens in this fort, kind of like with all other forts, is like that residual energy of like people watching over the fort. They're still on duty or the battles taking place. Like you can hear cannons going off when there's literally no cannons going off. And they had a couple different investigators had cameras like out on the cannon walk because everyone's like, you'll see lanterns, like you'll see lanterns moving around the cannon deck or you'll see like a guy who just stands there like he's looking out into the sea to like see if someone's coming. So I was watching a couple different videos and it was like there's it's the same spot. It's always the same corner of the outside of the fort i can't think of like the cannon walk Mm -hmm. you see like a light flickering and then you'll see like a shadow standing next to the light flickering and then it like goes down gets really bright and then goes off and so like a lot of people are like it kind of almost looks like when they used to have like the oil lamps or the gas lamps and someone's trying to like flick a light on and then they lean it down the light turns on so it gets really bright but then it just shuts off like that's the end of the residual energy and that's weird it's crazy i don't like it here (laughs) one of the creepiest things which is like one of the things that i was just like yeah i could see that I could totally see that happening because it was so fucked up. So everyone thinks that it was Wildcat that you see, but people will see a head floating around the cannon deck. Just like it's around like five foot eight. Like if you were standing next to it, like that person's whole body. Say, what if it was the dude like just chilling out on his shoulder walking around? Like, yeah, or hey. or it could be that. But like you will see the decapitated head floating around the deck like people will have gotten pictures of it and it's just like a head nothing else just there and it could also be like maybe he's looking for the rest of himself this is true mm-hmm. i doubt it girl i don't know buried somewhere bird yeah oh 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 this is kind of creepy and this happened during like the whole Native American Act thing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, if they didn't want to be stuck there, would jump out of the top of the fortress and just land to their death. And you will actually see the residual energy from that. You'll see someone jumping and then like halfway down, they're just gone. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't like that one. I don't like that one. I don't like that one. No, no, no. Could you imagine? No, I couldn't, and I don't want to, because I already thought about it, and I don't want to think about it again, again, again. Oh, this one was really cool. So, of course, like, obvious things, people get, like, a lot of orbs and things like that, but there was one guy, 
And he was there on a tour, but then after this, he became a paranormal investigator. Mm -hmm. So he was taking a picture. Well, he had someone take a picture of him on the cannon walk of the fort. And he looked at his picture. Lies. He got his picture developed because this was like in the fucking 90s. Mm -hmm. He got his picture developed and then he ended up like getting it scanned and like blown up. Clear as fucking day. You can see a man standing there in like pirate garb but he is like white and ghosty and see-through like you can see him clear as fucking day but then you can also see the people behind him Mm. and he was like there's literally nothing done to this photo like no one has touched this photo nothing at all and other people have actually gotten not as clean photos of the same exact thing that's weird that's i thought it was so cool so cool like he it's like perfect it's like a perfect picture, like full body apparition in your photo. I don't want that. Look, I burn it. <laughs> yeah. You burn it, you release it. I don't think that's how that works. How do you know? I don't know. How do you know? It's captured in the photo. You burn it, you release it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm looking this up. Googling that. And there's also like, you know, they always do this. It's like that goddamn song. Lady in but like they you know how they always have the lady in the white dress walking around somewhere mm-hmm. so apparently there's a woman an apparition of a woman in like a white flowy dress who walks around the fort there's like some weird love triangle lore that goes along with her maybe she's everywhere because <laughs> she's trying to guide these souls or something like that maybe that's what it is maybe it's not one specific person somewhere but it's like she's trying to gather them to take them somewhere else and they're just not following Mm. and so she's like you stubborn asses let's go so this whole love triangle was between colonel garcia his wife dolores and captain manuel and it was like this whole thing about like she wants to be she doesn't want to be with her husband so she's cheating on her husband with the captain and then his suspicions and his temper he claimed that he smelled his wife's perfume on the captain's uniform kill them i mean to be fair it would probably stand out very heavily yeah because you're gonna have stinky man and then perfume yeah well it wasn't even like he killed them it was just both of them his wife and the captain mysteriously disappeared and no one knows what happened so he killed them yeah Mm -hmm. i'm but that's what i'm saying Yeah, yeah, yeah at that point in time you're gonna smell a stinky man with perfume on. It's very distinct. Yeah. <laughs> like, they ain't bathing that often. <laughs> that and they're like kind of in the middle of wars and shit. So yeah. Like, so they're just gonna be all hopped up on potpourri and such. <laughs> hopped up on potpourri. <laughs> oh, God. Here, I can show you. Yeah, but so like, just like other things that happen here, it's like, You know, the normal things. When you're walking around, you get queasy, you feel cold chills. There are people who, like, actually carry, like, thermometers around with them. And you'll be walking around, and it goes from, like, 80, and then all of a sudden it drops to, like, 60, 50 degrees. Like, you just even move, like, an inch, or it'll just, like, hit you. It's, like, crazy. Yes. Insane. Insane. But, no, like, a lot of it. And then, ah, they're, like... There was something that happened, and there's a lot in that room, in the dungeons, but, like, the room right outside of it, there's a lot of, like, growling noises. 
Mm-hmm. People yeah. pick up a lot, like on their EVPs. Like it's not. It's not animal. No. Oh no. Like I've heard them. So and maybe like, it's just like people going crazy. Yes, sure. That's not what we associate that with. A demons hmm. are more associated with growling. Oh. And uh, like this, because they have growling and then they have like screaming that sounds like prisoner screaming. Mm-hmm. So it's like. <sighs> but yeah, there's a lot of growling that goes on in the dungeons. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just like the whole place. It's like. I mean, seriously. I don't know. Oh, my God. It's creepy. But here is, if it doesn't fuck up my shit, close your lid. It's going to. This is a picture of the fort. Okay. So it's like. It's a ninja star. Yeah, it is kind of a ninja star. (laughs) But that is your, the masonry star fort. And like, God, this whole thing. And like, oh, my God. It's huge. Yeah, it's he and then oh my god. Yeah. But you know, we'll just take a look at the whole place and we'll see soldiers walking around in period garb and be touched and pulled pirates. and pushed and growled at and pirates. pirates oh, and if I wear a pirate outfit, do you think they'll leave me alone? No. no absolutely not. Because they were not pirates. The people that they imprisoned were pirates. So you would probably be grabbed. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Did I wake you up? Nope. Leslie looked like she snapped out Let's of it. Let's go. So today's missing person from Florida is Kelly Vasquez. She is 22 years old now. She was 21 when she went missing. She is a female with auburn hair, blue eyes. She is five foot five. Weighs 120 pounds. She is white and from Valrico, Florida. She was last seen in her hometown of Valrico. She was seen wearing a dark blue jacket, black t-shirt, and white sneakers. Her hair may or may or may not be a shade of red or purple because she does dye her hair a lot. But she has natural auburn hair. If you have any information or have seen her, please call 1-888-FL-MISSING or 1-888-356-4774. If you do not want to get in contact with that number, then you can also call the Hillsboro County Sheriff's Office at 831-247-8000. And again, it is Kelly Vasquez. And she is a 22-year-old female with brown hair and blue eyes, or possibly purpley brown, red hair and blue eyes. She -hmm. looks very different in both of these pictures. So, yikes. Yep. She's a Linda. Chameleon. Mm -hmm. Everything she does, something just changes, and you're like, different person. 100%. I was honestly thinking that. You could be a spy if you weren't a ding-dong be a spy anyway no you couldn't you'd be like mater in cars when he's a spy (laughs) eating the wasabi thinking his ice cream (laughs) uh anyways thank you everyone for coming to play along with my spooky yuki fort my castillo Mm -hmm. that uh 
floating heads and demons grabbing you and choking you and throwing you into walls and we're taking leslie there no we're not going to tell her about it though because we're going to be like u.s travelers by the time this is yeah so we're gonna go to that one place captain tony's for dinner the night before and then we're gonna go to the castillo the next day we're just gonna let those ghosts hang out with each other yeah just mix and match mix and match people be like oh hey my block of ice with my body on it was in this bar for a while yep they they held your head and walked around kind of put me on display in a bar (laughs) 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 anyway linda i'll do it so you got it you sure you got it thank you for joining us today on ecc the podcast so weird you can come visit our website at eccthepodcast.com. You can also visit us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Linktree, or Patreon at ECC the Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. Come subscribe. Yeah, five star only. Thank you. That's not wow. fine. Whatever rate you want to give it, but honestly, a five star would be really nice because. Or like a four, maybe, but mostly fives. Thank <laughs> you. And uh, we love you. <laughs> Sorry, See I had like a hiccup on ECC the podcast. She's so weird. Thank you. And I hope you're having a good December and maybe getting your shopping done. Or if not, just tell those kids to suck it up and just give them a gift card and be like, here you go. Bam, get on with your life. <laughs> if you go buy celebrate from, that. Yeah. Or like, ooh, Hanukkah. I wanted to celebrate Hanukkah this year just to see how it works. It's Larry. Let's do Hanukkah this year. Oh my god. He's Jewish. It'll work. Anyway, have a good holiday season, everybody. Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Yes. You want to say anything, quiet lady, in your ugly cow sweater? Good night. <laughs> She's so stupid. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC the Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya!